Chapter Twenty One of Uncle Wiggily on the Farm by Howard R. Garris. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Story Twenty One: Uncle Wiggily and the Groundhog. Oh, Uncle Wiggily! Uncle Wiggily! Hurry up! Called Billy Bushytail, the squirrel boy, one morning as he ran over to the hollow stump farmhouse where the rabbit gentleman lived with Nurse Jane Fuzzy Wuzzy, the muskrat lady. "'What's the matter?' the bunny uncle wanted to know. "'Has your brother Johnny swallowed a nut down his wrong throat? "'Or is Mother Goose taking my automobile up in the sky to sweep away the cobwebs?' "'Oh, neither one,' answered Billy, who was so excited that his tail went up and down just like a pump-handle. "'But there's a great big animal over in one of your farm fields, Uncle Wiggily.' he went on. I just saw him as I ran past on the fence. Oh, he's awful big. You ought to go drive him out, or he may eat up all your cabbages, potatoes, and onions. I don't much care if he does eat the onions, said Uncle Wiggily with a laugh, for I don't like them myself. Still, if some big animal is on my farm, was it a bear? he suddenly asked Billy. No, it wasn't big enough for a bear, the little squirrel boy said. Was it the skillery scalery alligator? asked the bunny man. No, and it didn't seem to be the fox either, nor yet the tail-pulling chimpanzee, nor even the ear-scratching cat, went on Billy. I'll go see what it is, said the brave rabbit gentleman. He took a pop-gun he had bought for his little nephew Sammy Littletail, and with talcum powder to put in it to shoot, and some beans for bullets. Off he started. "'Don't you want to come along, Billy?' he asked. "'Oh, no, thank you. I think I hear my mother calling me. She wants me,' spoke the chattering squirrel chap, sort of diffident and not at all eager-like. "'Well, I'll go myself,' said Uncle Wiggily, sort of smiling at Billy. The rabbit man came to a big field of clover on his farm, and looking over down among the green leaves, he saw some animal sitting near a stone.' Ha! Billy was right. There is someone there, exclaimed Uncle Wiggily to himself. This must never be. I am not running an animal farm. Then getting behind the fence, he loaded his pop gun with the sweet-smelling talcum powder and aiming it at the animal, cried, Excuse me, but this is my farm. I don't want to be cross or impolite, but you must go away and not eat any of my clover. "'Oh, I must, eh?' cried the strange animal, and then sitting up on its hind legs, it looked at Uncle Wiggily as it asked, "'Do you know who I am?' "'I can't help who you are,' said Uncle Wiggily. "'You must get out of my field.' "'I am the groundhog,' was the answer, "'and I must eat clover. All groundhogs do that. If I didn't eat clover, I couldn't be a groundhog.' I'd have to be a bad cat, or a dog, or a fox, or even— Oh, say no more, cried Uncle Wiggily, sort of tying his ears in a knot. I did not know you were a groundhog. And you are some relation, I suppose, to Grunter, Squeaker, and Twisty Tail, the pigs, who belong to Mother Goose? Yes, I am their thirty-second cousin, said the groundhog. And I am very sorry I ordered you out of my field. You may stay in it as long as you please, and eat as much clover as you like, spoke Uncle Wiggily. Thank you, said the groundhog, as he went on eating. 
Come and see me sometime. I live right over there. And he pointed to a big hole in the ground, almost as large as a water pail. I will come and see you, promised Uncle Wiggily. And he was to make a visit much sooner than he expected. For a little while, the rabbit gentleman stood by the fence watching the groundhog eat the clover, and Uncle Wiggily was glad there was plenty of it on his farm. Well, said the bunny uncle after a while, I guess I might as well leave my pop gun with the talcum powder and bean bullets here while I look over the rest of my fields. So he did, hopping along on his way, but he had not traveled very far before all of a sudden out from behind a stump jumped the bad old ear-scratching cat. Wow, meow, howled the cat. Now I have you for sure. You can't get away from me this time. Oh, can't I? Well, we'll see, said Uncle Wiggily. Away he ran, but the cat ran after him, and the bad creature went so much faster than the bunny that Mr. Longears soon saw he could not get away. Oh, if I had only thought to bring the pop gun, he said, I could shoot the cat, or if I only had time to stop and dig a hole, I could crawl in it and hide. But I can do neither. Oh, dear, I guess I'm caught. Then all at once the bunny uncle heard a voice calling, Jump down in my house, Uncle Wiggily. There you will be safe from the cat. Here's the hole. Jump in. And there stood the clover-eating groundhog, pointing to his underground house. Down into this jumped Uncle Wiggily, with the groundhog following after and closing the stone front door, so the cat could not get down. Fooled again, yowled the bad creature, lashing its tail when it found the rabbit was gone. But Uncle Wiggily was safe in the hole, and he was very glad he had let the groundhog stay on his farm and eat clover. And when the cat ran away, the bunny uncle could come out of the hole and go safely to his farmhouse bungalow. So, if the clothespin doesn't hide in the peach basket to get away from the ringer, which might pinch its nose, I'll tell you next about Uncle Wiggily and the mustard. End of chapter 21